Welcome to Senior Connect, a podcast by Okra. In this episode of Carolyn's Caregiving Connection, Carolyn Lickabill is joined by Managing Chef Bill Wynn to discuss creating a dining experience for elderly patients. Carolyn, and this is Carolyn's Caregiving Connection. It's a weekly program from the Lantern of Chagrin Valley Assisted Living just outside Cleveland, Ohio. Now, if you've joined me before, you know that the Lantern of Chagrin Valley is part of Lantern Lifestyle, and we have two other communities here in Northeastern Ohio, Lantern of Madison and Lantern of Saybrook. Each of us offers a weekly program, and the programs are uh, recorded. They're available to you on demand. You can view them on our Lantern Facebook pages, and now you can also view them on YouTube. So we hope you'll tune in. We also would encourage you, if you're following us on Facebook, please uh, give us a like, please share, and certainly please comment. We do read your comments. We welcome your comments. We welcome your ideas for new topics, and we're glad to have you with us on this program. Now, this afternoon, I'm I'm thrilled to have our guest with us, and uh, his name is Bill Wynn. Bill is the chef manager here at the Lantern of Chagrin Valley. So welcome, we're glad to have you. Thank you. Now, Bill, I know that Morrison Living provides all of the dining and dietary services here at the Lantern. Tell us about that. Okay, uh, so we've been here for a little over um, a year and a half. Um, Overall, it's been a very positive experience. Uh, The residents here have responded very well to uh, to everything that we've been doing, all the programs we've been implementing here. Um, I've been uh, with Morrison myself for uh, a little over four years. Um, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, uh, and I've actually worked with Morrison, um, kind of unrelated, but within uh, the same community we had them as, as a management company uh, for probably about 12 years I was I was with that that company uh, before I mm-hmm. moved on with Morrison but um, but what we try to do here uh, you know is give the residents the, the best experience possible uh, dining wise um, and I, I have a really good crew here I've been very satisfied mm-hmm. uh, you know, with my move out here, so. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad you did come to the <laughs> Lantern of Chagrin Valley, for sure. So as many of you may know, uh, concerns about food are one of the top issues when people are looking at assisted living communities. Of course, they're looking for location, is it a nice, clean environment, activities, but really one of the top issues for them is food, and it's actually one of the top complaints for folks who live in assisted living communities. We're so thrilled that we have the opposite experience here. Our food program, our whole dietary and dining um, services uh, department here with Bill is one of our top compliments. So that's something that we're very proud of here at the Lantern of Chagrin Valley. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that, the dining experience, that's, Mm -hmm. that's something maybe we haven't really thought of. We think of dietary, but what is the dining experience to you, Bill? Sure. So uh, the dining experience, um, you know, for for us here and, and for Morrison in general, uh, it's very important to provide um, the residents here with, uh, you know, a full experience that 
you know, would include uh, not only meal service uh, times, but also different programs that we offer, um, you know, different events that we might have. Uh, we've worked really well here with um, activities, um, with marketing, um, to make sure that, you know, we're, we have events several times a month. Um, and overall, the residents have responded very positively to uh, the events that we've had. Um, I know, you know, that we've documented all of them on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, so anybody Excellent. that anybody that would be interested, uh, you know, in looking to see what we've done in the past, uh, feel free. All the pictures are there. Um, you know, but but I, there's so many that I can't even really uh, count, you know what I mean? Well, I remember <laughs> my first visit here was last year at Halloween. We had mm -hmm. a fall harvest event. Right. And when I came through on Main Street and saw all the little desserts and the treats, it really looked like a candy shop. I thought I was in that store. Right. Well, so that, beautiful. That was one of our uh, best events that we, we had, in my opinion. Um, They've all been great. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think there's been a single one that, that I would say hasn't measured up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we had uh, we had opened up to the community. Uh, we had you know children come in from outside that, that were dressed up, and the mm -hmm. residents really enjoyed that too. Um, but you know, on our end, though, we I know that we had one room dedicated to uh, selling baked goods. Mm -hmm. uh, it really benefited the the activities department mm -hmm. uh, here. Um, you know, when we we ourselves, uh, the other events that we've had that have involved family members in the past um, have been they've all been successful. We've had many compliments from family members. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, coming in from the outside. Um, Our Thanksgiving dinner was it rivaled any hotel buffet. I can tell you. <laughs> well, that, that's appreciated. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yeah, uh, and the other thing is too, we try to kind of switch it up. Uh, I know for Christmas we we switched up the the way that it was served. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we really emphasize um, having family members come in. Uh, you know, granted now with COVID it's a little bit difficult, mm -hmm. um, but. We hope soon that we can, you know, get back to those types of events. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I notice here that we have so many special touches that I don't see in all the area assisted living communities. We have the fruit infused waters, mm -hmm. and that's so refreshing. Sure. Uh, we have fresh fruit bowls. Fruit's expensive today, you know. Sure. We have made from scratch soups. I mm -hmm. know the residents just love those. And, mm -hmm. You know, so when we're thinking of our home experience for those who are caregivers at home, mm -hmm. aside from like flowers and napkins and getting out your china, what right. are some of the things that we can do in our own home to make that dining experience special? Is it maybe focus on one thing, like a soup or a salad? I would say so. Um, you know, the... The one thing that, that we try to do here is uh, use as many fresh ingredients as possible. Um, you know, uh, I know that our our produce company is great mm -hmm. uh, for providing us with all the in-season local uh, produce that they can. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I would say that I've worked in um, four other, well, I'm sorry, three other communities, four including this one, um, where... You know, I would say that this, the lantern here, we've probably used more produce uh, items 
than any of the other facilities I've been in. Okay. Uh, and I've really tried to make it a point to um, go with as many fresh produce items as we can. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do use frozen vegetables, but but really we try to stick to the fresh stuff as mm -hmm. much as possible. Um, which, by the way, uh, you know that that kind of brings me into my point about um, our standards that we have. Uh, we have culinary standards with Morrison. Um, and I'll just read through them real quick. Uh, but I believe we posted them online Absolutely, on, yes. on Facebook, but we could do that again, uh, just so everybody can, can uh, see the list, know exactly what they are, um, you know. Uh, so going down through them, uh, we only use fresh fruit. Um, again, our produce company is great. Uh, whatever fruit is in season, we, we try to get that here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes with price fluctuations and that type of thing, we, we have to stay away from certain fruits at certain times of the year, but mm -hmm. I really do try to give a variety uh, no matter when it is. Mm -hmm. um, we use fresh uh, seasonal vegetables when available. That plays into the uh, the same concept there. And you have a little garden here on the, uh, the courtyards. We do, and uh, that's as a side note. Um, that was actually a project that we that we did last year that we started last year, um, and that was something that you know Morrison didn't even really uh, kind of direct me to to put that together or mm -hmm. help put it together because it was activities and I uh, that really you know, spearheaded that. Mm -hmm. um, but I went home and thought to myself, well, uh, let's get this thing started. I ended up building, um, you know, several planners mm -hmm. uh, that we're still using mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, uh, like table height, so they're perfect for people mm -hmm. that need to be standing or in a wheelchair. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, we have a few that are, you know, towards the ground mm -hmm. that are the perfect height for somebody to kind of work with, uh, you know, their hands in, in the garden if they are in a wheelchair or there are a sta there is a uh, standing height mm -hmm. planner out there. Um, we've, I, I would say this year we're doing a little bit better mm -hmm. with the garden than we did last year. Um, there, uh, I haven't been out there over the past week or so, but I, I did take a walk past, I think last week and things are, things are looking a lot better than they oh, did good. last year. Well, I think it comes with experience. Absolutely. So The interesting thing is that the garden is in our courtyard, so we don't have the rabbits coming in. They can't get to our exactly. vegetables and yeah. eat the fruits of our labor. Yeah, so. that's that's the best part. I, I had a garden at home. We had deer coming in, you know, and it, it is good. It's perfect to have these uh, these courtyards absolutely. out there. Um, so moving on, uh, we only use uh, our BGH free milk and yogurt products. Uh, we only serve chicken and turkey raised without the use of uh, human antibiotics. We use sustainable seafood uh, per the Monterey Bay Aquarium seafood watch list. Um, we only use pasteurized cage-free shell eggs. Uh, we use fresh potatoes and real butter in our mashed potatoes. That means a lot to me personally. I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's a big deal for uh, you know the, this generation mm -hmm. of folks. They uh, mashed potatoes, you know. That's it. Yeah, and I um, yeah, I'm I've been told that mine are are pretty good. But, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so we serve pizza crust, bake in house. 
Uh, we use only fad-free canned tuna. We roast and slice all meats in-house. Um, we only cook with healthy alternatives for oils. Um, sometimes we do have French fries, that kind of thing, uh, but that goes along with comfort foods. You mm -hmm. know, we still want, you want to give, uh, if you have a hamburger, mm -hmm. if you get a really nice hamburger, you want, you want uh, some nice Our potato choice. wedges as yeah, well. Um, we limit the use of artificial colorings and flavorings. And we make our all of our sauces and soups from scratch in house. And uh, just on a side note, as far as that's concerned, I I've been told that our soups are very good here. Absolutely. Um, you know, and and that's something that not every community out there you can say that for that mm -hmm. that they follow these uh, particular culinary standards. But at Morrison, we. You know, at every facility that I've been in where Morrison has been involved, um, it we really try to keep those standards mm -hmm. high. Um, you know, so I, I would say, especially here, we've all, again we've had positive feedback. Mm -hmm. So, well, what impresses me is that the standards that you just reviewed with us, mm -hmm. they make the cost a little bit higher. You know, we're not saving any pennies by having these. Uh, higher standards and specialty foods, but sure. that's one of the commitments that we're making. Sure. Many of the processed foods that we might see in some of the other communities, mm -hmm. they have a lot of salt. And so many of us in this age group, speak for myself, have to watch our salt. Maybe we have a blood pressure issue. So right. um, it doesn't make the food just taste better. Actually, what you just described makes it better for us. Absolutely. Right. And, uh, and that's another commitment that Morrison has uh, as far as it, you know, it, it's very, we're very forward thinking. Um, it, it, they always have been mm -hmm. at Morrison. Um, again, in my experience, uh, you know, as far as our programs that we try to implement are concerned, we, uh, we really do try to incorporate as much uh, fresh food mm -hmm. uh, from scratch items onto the menu as we possibly can. So, and I would guess that for many of our residents that are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s, that's what they had in their own homes. We didn't really have the processed foods that we have out there in the stores sure. today back in the 30s and 40s. Absolutely. I would think. Right. Yeah. Now, you mentioned something, comfort food. Mm -hmm. what, what is comfort food, and why is it important to us? So, uh, comfort food, I'd say, you know, as far as, um, again, this, this uh, generation, you know, you just spoke about how they're they're used to having those home cooked items. We we focus on having those comfort foods available for them because it it kind of brings them back to a point in their life uh, where maybe things weren't as difficult. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, they can remember you know their their mother or their grandmother uh, baking uh, cookies from scratch mm -hmm. or you know. Uh, a meatloaf, for instance, you know, that, that's a big one here. Um, but you it know, stimulates our senses. I mean, really, the smell of a meatloaf, the texture, sure. maybe reminiscent to the one my mother made or something sure. else's right. Uh, right. experience. And, and anyone with uh, memory issues, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, that type of thing, it's mm -hmm. very important to um, kind of stimulate the, the memories of, of uh, the past. Mm -hmm. You know, it helps them to kind of, um, you know, uh, bring things back forward mm -hmm. in their minds that maybe they had, 
they had forgotten about. Mm -hmm. uh, I know personally, I've, I've seen a few times, and actually it's one of the highlights uh, to, to doing this or mm -hmm. to being on this uh, side of food service, is that I've seen a few times where a resident will eat something that we've made and, and even though they, they may have Alzheimer's um, and, and have those issues, you can see the look on their face. It's like their their face right. lights up and they, they remember, right. you know. And then it has and to make you and your whole team feel pinched. Sure. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know comfort foods, I think of when you mentioned mashed potatoes, that's a popular one. Mm -hmm. When you don't feel well, when we're stressed, maybe uh, being in an environment like this for someone new is a little, you know, mm -hmm. tenuous for them. Right. So having foods that they enjoy, that homemade soups that you make, those right. are comfort foods. Your, your desserts are fabulous here. <laughs> All Thank those you. things. Yeah. So um, I kind of feel sorry for the young people growing up today in this generation that unfortunately their comfort food is probably going to be McDonald's <laughs> or chicken nuggets or something. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny is that, you know, all things come back around um, and where you're starting to see now, uh, you know, what kind of the organic movement mm -hmm. and that type of thing um, that that younger folks obviously are, are starting to pay attention a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'd say starting with my generation, mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of permeated its way from you know the the hipster type mm -hmm. uh, generation, but it's it's starting to move its way through the rest of the generations. And now we're getting to the point, as I said before, Morrison is really forward thinking with how we um, you know approach food and the standards that we have so uh, as far back as I can remember we've always tried to incorporate those fresh ingredients mm -hmm. uh, and that type of thing to kind of again move away from the institutional uh, mm -hmm. style of cooking mm -hmm. so so when you're thinking ahead to the menu cycle and preparing your menus for the next few weeks or the next few months mm -hmm. do the residents get a little bit of input do they let you know what they'd like to see or does it just come from you no, it, uh, you know, what, what I like to do is kind of, and I've, since I've been doing this for uh, going on 14 years um, in this industry, um, I've kind of learned over time, you know, we, we have sort of what they call the meat and potato generation for uh, sure. with, with these folks. So I've learned over that period of time what they enjoy eating. Um, you know, so I've been able to to take the menu that Morrison uh, and Compass we that they put out every uh, spring and summer, mm -hmm. and then um, into the fall and winter. You know, there's two menu cycles, and that's something that I really like too. Is that we we switch our menu cycles around, mm -hmm. and it's it's there might be uh, menu items on there that repeated from the last time, mm -hmm. um, but ultimately they try to switch as many of those menu items between the cycles as possible. So there's um, a lot of variety then. Right, right. But getting back to uh, having, you know, residents have input, we do have a resident council here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, any anybody that attends those meetings can bring up uh, any issues they might have, uh, quality issues if they have any, which, you know, luckily right. there, there haven't been too right. many. Um, but uh, at that point, too, they kind of uh, bring up what they don't like, mm -hmm. what they'd like to see more of. Um, and I can tell you that personally, 
it's very important for me to get as many people uh, satisfied with what they're eating mm -hmm. uh, coming from our kitchen as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Um, other times I'll get a, a menu suggestion from mm -hmm. one of the residents. Um, I'm trying to think of, a, of an example. I, I think I, I do remember one. Uh, one of the residents told me that they're uh, that they wanted to see radishes mm -hmm. because we hadn't been putting radishes on our salad and um within two days i, I went ahead and thought well i'll go ahead and get them i put it in the back of my mind mm -hmm. and remember to do it and put it right on you know two days later and uh and i even gave her a little bit extra right you know uh but but she really appreciated the fact that we listened listened mm -hmm. and took that that opportunity to uh to um you know, kind of make her day, mm -hmm. you know, well, so. I'm always amused when I'm in the dining room and I see that we have definitely the individuals here that love broccoli and they love Brussels sprouts. Mm -hmm. you, know, you wouldn't see that with the little ones today. Right. So right. our residents really do love, you know, like you said, the traditional foods. Sure. Speaking of which, what are some of the favorite menu items here at the Lantern of Sugar and Valley? Um, so we've, uh, we talked before about um, the fact that comfort food is very mm -hmm. big here. So, uh, you know, our, our meatloaf, um, I have, I have my own secret recipe okay. you know, that, that, uh, that I've tested over the years and I've, I've dialed it in, but, um, you know, for the most part, I would say the comfort foods are very big yes. uh, with these folks. Um, but believe it or not, sometimes they'll surprise me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, for in, just as a, an example, today uh, we had stir fry on. Mm -hmm. um, we've had it before, but uh, you know that's one that that the older generation isn't as familiar with. Mm -hmm. But what's funny is that every once in a while we'll put something like that on, and I'll say, "Oh, I don't know how this is going to go," mm -hmm. you know. But they'll all of us, you know, I have clear plates. Right. Well, Cleveland's know? a food so. city, so <laughs> I guess they're joining in on right. the strategy. <laughs> Now, I know myself that I uh, see the residents really embracing the fact that we have so many homemade desserts. Mm -hmm. And that's not only part of their generation, but they taste so much better. So right. I, I think that's a plus for us here also. Yeah, um, we that that's something that we really try to do and we really try to branch out. Uh, you know, we don't stay in the same line as, you know, okay, let's put on a cake with icing or, you know, something like that. We'll, we actually try to uh, do the extra steps to make those desserts special. Um, you know, I, I always feel uh, that even if somebody their meal isn't necessarily something that they that they like, mm -hmm. if you end on a high note mm -hmm. uh, with those desserts, you know, you, you kind of they sell themselves and, and uh, you must knock it out of the park you yep. know if you can really give them something that they enjoy for for dessert so well we borrowed that from a bunch of moms in years past they knew how <laughs> right. to eat us when we were young right now i know here at the lantern we have something that you started which is a salute to superfoods mm -hmm. and each month you focus on a different superfood but what is a superfood and what's the superfood this okay so uh uh, we actually today just had our, our superfood event, um, and it was uh, melons. Mm -hmm. uh, we do a superfood um, once a month, and uh, 
you know, they vary. Uh, sometimes they're they're not very exciting, like uh, you know, like grains or lettuce, mm -hmm. uh, that type of thing. And, uh, and then other times we have uh, you know, like dark chocolate, which mm -hmm. is always a hit. Big crab, yeah, yeah, or uh, or berries, uh, you know, or or the melons, um, for instance. But uh, again, the superfood program was something that Morrison uh, started probably. Uh, I believe 10 years ago, from what I can remember. Um, and, you know, uh, it's just another one of those programs that, again, we really try to give the residents something to look forward to mm -hmm. uh, throughout, you know, throughout the month. Um, but superfoods in particular are important because, uh, you know, nutritionally, obviously, uh, we're trying to use as many fresh items as possible, as I said before, but um, you want to get as many vitamins, minerals, that type of thing, uh, as in the most natural way possible. You know, the, the biggest movement recently has been um, a lot of folks using uh, supplements yes. and that type of thing, um, which are fine, you know, to, to kind of get you past the point where you need to be. But as far as superfoods are concerned, you know, it's already there for you. Um, you know, so a lot of the superfoods aren't cooked, for instance, uh, you know, as far as your berries are concerned, that right. type of thing. And, you know, you want to get as close to uh, having raw foods in your diet as possible. Um, so, you know, having superfoods incorporated is, is definitely one way to do that. But I will uh, elaborate a little bit. Um, you know, I, I'll give you another example about some of the uh, some of the uh, programs that we try to implement throughout the month. Mm -hmm. uh, one at one point before COVID hit, hit we uh, we were going to start to do a, kind of a teaching kitchen um, where we brought residents in mm -hmm. uh, to get involved uh, a little bit um, with understanding where their food was coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, uh, you know, getting their minds stimulated as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, coming in, uh, unfortunately, with COVID, we've had to kind of uh, dial that stuff back mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, you know, so hopefully we can we can revisit uh, having having something like that again. Mm -hmm. But well, I know with the superfood program that you had even today. Mm -hmm. I know we have such a focus here at the Lantern on hospitality and the dining experience, mm -hmm. but I think uh, that program goes more than us serving and making a, a wonderful dining experience. As you said, the residents can learn about their food. Yeah, sure. We want our residents to continue to learn and, sure. and embrace their life here. Absolutely. So learning mm -hmm. that, hey, I don't just like these melons or I don't just like this other superfood, but here's why it's good for me. And now I know a little bit more and I'm going to tell my grandchild or I'm going to right. share it at, at a conversation with someone right. else. That's, that's important. Right. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just as an example today, we had when we were doing that presentation, there was a few residents there that, uh, that, you know, as I went through our little fact sheet about, um, you know, melons, mm -hmm. they were kind of like, Oh, well, they had a few questions, you know, so it's, you know, it's not only about giving them, uh, like, let's say a snack during one of these mm -hmm. superfoods, which, you know, today we had, um, we had a, a little bit of uh, salsa. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, 
some mango and watermelon salsa, mm -hmm. a little bit of cilantro in there. Um, and then we had some uh, strawberry and watermelon smoothies. Perfect for right after lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> and on a hot day. like today. Right, right. Um, but it's also food for thought. Mm -hmm. You know, that's... It. And I would say with a lot of the programs that Morrison tries to implement, we, we look at that as as part of that full mm -hmm. experience, that mm -hmm. dining experience we were talking about before. And so. I think, again, that's one of the things that sets us apart here at the Lantern of Shimmering Valley. Right. You won't necessarily see it other communities in that right. area. Mm -hmm. Now, a few weeks back on our program, we spoke about hydration and dehydration and how we're coming into those hot summer days where dehydration puts us at risk. It puts us at risk for cognitive deficit, uh, for, uh, you know, swelling in our legs, uh, all kinds of issues. And uh, so we have many programs here that help us with hydration. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things we do? I, I like the fruit-infused waters. Sure. So, uh, you know, again, Compass and Morrison implemented a program, uh, and this was like probably 10 years ago from what mm -hmm. I can remember, uh, called Catch the Wave. Mm -hmm. um, so that program was, uh, I think, developed by dietitians uh, because they were seeing the fact that in a lot of these uh, facilities around the country um, folks were were experiencing a lot of dehydration so they as a way to try to figure out how we can solve that problem um, you know they they figured well uh, fruit infused water was perfect perfect way of doing it um, so we uh, we have plenty of recipes that we use, mm -hmm. uh, believe it or not, you know, where we're, we're infusing with not only fruit, but also mm -hmm. uh, herbs. Mm -hmm. Cucumbers? Um, I've had yeah. cucumber water. Sure, cucumber melon water, mm -hmm. uh, you know, using mint uh, with um, melon. Mm -hmm. uh, also, rosemary with citrus. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's certain pairings that are, that are uh, actually pretty tasty. Mm -hmm. Um, and you mentioned but, even just the fruit-based, or excuse me, the fluid-based fruits that we have, and sure, vegetables yeah. that have more of a water base, mm -hmm. um, more of those kinds of things, yeah. soups, cold yeah. soups even. Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, the melons today, mm -hmm. for instance, that was, that was part of the whole presentation was the fact that, uh, you know, melons themselves are usually made up of over, you know, could be 90% uh, mm -hmm. water, mm -hmm. um, especially watermelon. Right. Um, but you know, that's another way to stay hydrated. And I, I'd say probably the third way that we really try to focus on that is uh, every afternoon, um, we we have kind of a little snack time on most afternoons. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a little bit like today since we have the superfood event, it's a little bit different, but on uh, almost every afternoon here, we, you know, that during the snack passing time in the afternoon, they will, uh, also incorporate um, vitamin water, mm -hmm. uh, and I I started uh, putting those out about a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, the vitamin waters, um, you know, we uh, we get that from Nestle, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, they're they're tasty. They respond well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the residents respond well to it. Sometimes with your with your fruit water, um, you know, that we put out. Some of the residents, they're looking for a little bit of sweetness. Yes. And, uh, you know, juices become this dominating, everybody wants juice. Mm -hmm. But what we 
we, what we tried to do with the fruit, or I'm sorry, with the vitamin water, was kind of step away from the juice a little bit. Oh, that sugar. Right. Mm -hmm. The sugar is no good for, for hydration. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it actually will be hydration. So having those vitamin waters that, that still taste sweet uh, or a little bit sweet, mm -hmm. um, you know, they're a perfect way uh, to get that hydration. That's even just offering water as a beverage. Mm -hmm. We have water offered at every meal, it's at every place setting, mm -hmm. along with any other beverage that sure. someone might like. Sure, and just absolutely. offering it and reminding someone to drink may mm -hmm. make the difference in them drinking enough fluid, you know, for that day. Right, right. So mm -hmm. some of the things we've been talking about for hydration, we could do in our own house. We could make our own oh, absolutely. fruit waters and things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. All right, so is there anything else you'd like to share with us about your experiences here? What's ahead for you in the dietary department? Sure. Uh, so we're, you know, again, uh, unfortunately with COVID, things have changed a little bit um, with with the types of, event, of events that we can do. Uh, but it's actually been a little bit of a blessing in a way because we've been able to uh, focus more uh, instead of focusing necessarily on having, you know, big events for families, yes. we can kind of dial it down a little bit and focus on the residents themselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been going kind of door to door, um, mm -hmm. sometimes with, uh, you know, we'll have an ice cream, we, we called it, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was an ice cream social right. happy hour, right? Uh, where we went from room to room and they, they really enjoyed well, I know our activity department has terrific happy hours. They were in sumo suits and yeah. all kinds of fun yeah, right. stuff for the residents <laughs> to make it enjoyable and also a social experience. And that's part of, I think, uh, the value that we have in our dining experience. Mm -hmm. It creates opportunity for conversation and food is one of those things that breaks down barriers. You know, sure. most of us, when we invite someone to our home, we have that appetizer because it starts the conversation. Right, yeah. right. And this, uh, you know, something I also would like to mention, um, Morrison is really big on, again, the forward thinking aspect, uh, you know, so once we get into a little bit more of the catering mm -hmm. and we do start opening up, uh, you know, just this past year, they started put, putting together some, uh, some books here or some playbooks, um, one being a culinary playbook, the other being uh, a, a catering playbook um, for us to kind of take as a guide. Mm -hmm. uh, for what we do, um, you know, it, not really to fall, follow necessarily to it. There are some things in here that we, you know, that we definitely follow. Uh, one being, um, I kind of like in here that, that they've put in this forward here that uh, we have a passion for creating memorable experiences through quality ingredients, culinary traditions, and sustainable practices. And that's kind of the philosophy that that we follow here as well. I, I try to implement that as much as possible, um, you know, here at the management. So it's well, you're nice. certainly an example of that, <laughs> I have to say, most times. Nice. But it's nice to have, uh, to be working for a company that um, believe believes and puts residents' interests as far as their uh, dietary needs um, and also the enjoyment of their meals mm -hmm. first. Um, and I believe here at the Lantern, you know, ever since I started working here, that that we really tried to do that. And I believe that the staff here at the Lantern has also made that a priority as well. Mm -hmm. So 
Well, that's old saying, food is love, is true. I think our residents feel very loved here with the food that we offer. So thank you, and thank your entire team for all that. Sure. Uh, I also want to say that when you open up that teaching kitchen, I'm sure my husband wants me to be first on the list. He thinks I need a few lessons. Oh, there you go. I want a scholarship to that school for sure. So I do want to thank you for being our guest here today, and I hope you'll come back another time. Sure, I will. Thank you. Be happy to. Well, for those of you that have uh, been listening again this evening, uh, we thank you for tuning in every week. Again, you can follow us live. You can follow us on demand on Facebook Live, as well as our new opportunities on YouTube. We want you to share these videos with others. We invite your comments, your suggestions, especially for new topics and even speakers. So if you're a professional and you have a service or you have a Um, topic that you think would be of interest to our residents here and others who are in the audience, please give me a call. So again, I'm Carolyn. My direct phone number is 440-557-1104, 440-557-1104. So again, I thank you for tuning in. I look forward to having you as part of the audience next week on Thursday at 7 p.m. And until then, I send you my best for today and always. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit us at www.okra.com for more great content.